Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 10, Hereditary. When Ellen passes away, her daughter Annie, her husband and their two children begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry. Come on, Peter. Let's just sue It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. I know my mom would be very touched and probably a little suspicious. My mother was a very secretive and private woman. It's grandma. You know you were her favorite, right? Even when you were a little baby, she wouldn't let me feed you because she needed to feed you. She was a very difficult woman, which maybe explains me. I recognize you from your mother. What? Sometimes I swear I can feel them in the room. Oh my God, what's that? Okay, and welcome to episode 10, Hereditary. Tonight I've got with me Steve. Good evening. Good evening, yeah. And Graham, as Paul's not here tonight, he's off. Uh, I don't know, what is he doing actually? He's, uh, he's out with his real mates. So Paul is out with his real mates. So we've got yeah. Graham on, who's a fellow podcaster. Good evening. Yeah. Um, your podcast, what was it called again? Is it? Full of Conversations. Yeah, yeah. Full of Conversations. Check it out. It is good. Our American listeners will uh, probably enjoy that, actually. Not they enjoy so, that. Some of them might. Yeah. It depends. It depends when we start talking about America. They might not be as keen. <laughs> and it's not horror either, I must say. It's not. It's no, not completely disconnected. I would point out that Walt Disney World is in America. Is it? And and it's not totally irrelevant. For people who don't realise, quite a lot of the content about some of these podcasts has been about Disney World, which is based in uh, uh, Florida. Never never been there. But we'd like to go there. It's worth a visit. Yeah, definitely. So that's that's promoted that. Yes. So thanks for the plug. (laughs) No problem. So what have we been up to this week? Me, not a lot, working, watching movies, same old. Steve, what have you been doing? Working and deflating people. Deflating. Graham, anything interesting? Um, working, getting a pay rise, that's about it, really. Uh, bonus. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> that's, that's good. Since the company stopped bonuses for this year in light of everything, pay rise was good. Well, it's nice to be appreciated, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So we're going to talk about the 2018 movie Hereditary, which had an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes and well-deserved too, I must say, Steve. <laughs> so it's directed by Ari Aster. It's mental, absolutely like, mental. Yeah, we go on to that. So it's directed by Ari Aster, and this is his first feature film. And it starred Tony Collette from Krampus. I love that film as well, Christmas special. She played mm. Annie Graham. Gabriel Byrne played Steve Graham, Alex Wolfe, the boy in it who cried a lot. He played Peter, and Millie Shapiro played Charlie, the 13-year-old. Boy. Everybody cried a lot. He he annoyed me with his crying, I must say. But we're well, they on. all annoyed me with the crying. Everybody cried the whole bloody time, apart from the, I suppose the the husband character of the the family. 
he was a bit more. He didn't say a lot. He didn't say a lot, but at least he wasn't blubbing the whole time, howling, howling away. But I, I can't remember what I've seen him in what films. But he, he always wanted to be like he could play a vicar or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, I can see so, that. Uh, yeah, so I, I can't remember. So we, we cut to the intro now. Hang on, I need to talk about um, Graham's involvement here because last week um, Paul. Um, he was probably out with his mates again. Didn't watch the movie, so we pretty much had to explain to him what was going on. Um, Graham has stepped in last minute, and he hasn't actually had time to watch it either. This so is gonna, true. Yeah, well, we haven't knew watched what it, it before either. So um... <laughs> I reckon you would have really enjoyed it, Graham. You'd be surprised <clears throat> at what I can enjoy. So <laughs> you could be right. <laughs> well. But let's see. So we're going to explain, you know, Graham might ask us questions because, as usual, there'll be a lot of uh, confusion, confusion in these podcasts. Yeah. None of this is going to make any sense at all for the record. But, yeah, we'll, we'll do our best. But I can't promise that it's going to make sense. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, it, Chapter 2 really took off this week. I'm uh, quite pleased with that. Yeah. Well, that's a terrible film as well. Again, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm oh, next week, here. next week we'll watch Top Gun, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now that's a scary or, film. Or Dirty Dancing, whatever floats Steve's boat, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Dancing it is. So, it'd, be, it'd be better. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's uh, crack on into the intro. So mm. If we just explain a little bit about what Annie does, um, Annie Graham, she's a lot a miniature artist, a bit like um, she, she's really not small. miniature. No, she's not very small, but she she make models and things and situations and and scenes from her life. Okay, so very sort of small versions. Yeah, but like, like elaborate like, doll's house. Yeah, kind exactly. Of size. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so there'll be. There, Throughout the movie, this is a bit of a thing because she, she she will have certain scenes that are all, some of them not very nice at all, and she she builds them into these. But she she sells them to to uh, I presume galleries or yeah. things like that. So so that's a bit about what she does. Um, but we go to the to the grandmother, and we go straight into that. So she dies. Mm, and mm. there's a there's a funeral so she is like i don't know she hadn't spoke to annie for a long long time um and she had dementia i think didn't she as well yeah she demented. had she had dementia and, and she passed away but she was kind of i think quite odd it gives it that impression um mm. so so she was odd before the dementia, you're saying? I think, yeah, yeah. It comes out a bit more, but I think she's like... If we They're go basically sh- a, a shitty family. Sh- yeah. There's a lot of resentment, a lot of suicides, a lot of mental problems, and it's passed down. I guess that's the hereditary thing, is that these sort of issues, for whatever reason, are passed down through the generations. So there's a lot of fucked upness in that family. Hmm. Yeah, there's... there's, there's Sounds very relatable. Which is why they're howling all the time. That's probably why you don't like it, Stephen. Does it, <laughs> yeah. does it, does it touch a nerve? Yeah, it reminds me of home. It reminds me of my childhood. 
and, and reminds Graham of how I ruined his life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel for you, Graham. Mm. I yeah, feel for you. I know. Well. Generally speaking, I get that from people who've met Stephen. Yeah, I am just a canyon of ruined lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've brought to the world is ruined life after ruined life. Well, yeah. at least you'll be remembered for it. Yeah. Better than just being Fond- forgotten, isn't it? Fondly. Fondly Same. remembered for fucking <laughs> up my life. <laughs> do, you, do you do this sound occasionally? No. Well, unless there's a cat and I want to attract its attention or something. That's, or that's, that's a theme throughout this, is the, the young girl in it, Charlie. Mm, um, she makes that what, noise. What would you say... Is she, I presume she's kind of on the spectrum, um, as in there's a bit of autism there, or and she certainly oh, yeah. her, her physicality, her, her face is slightly I don't know what the word is. Um, her bones, are, yeah, she's kind of ah, oh, that's the best way. She's to removed. It. She's not. She's uh, what's, I can't think of the word either, but it's like she's in her own little yeah. Well, she's not engaged with anybody else. And but her, her physical, yeah, but her physical features are. Oh yeah, she's. Yeah, Mama, I didn't want to say it like that. She, she's got something. Like, is it, a bit what, pointy. Something a bit, bit like, uh, say, Down syndrome, perhaps. Little you're thinking. bit. Yeah, but she wasn't Down syndrome because in real life she's got that and she's perfectly okay. Um, mm. In real life, she has. Yeah, she looks exactly the same in real life. Oh, I but, never said. I, I thought that was a makeup. <laughs> I didn't know. No, no she actually has undo, something wrong undo. with her. <laughs> I'm not deleting that. That's why the, I was. The social justice warriors will be here in the morning. If I look up Millie, she, she has. Um, she has something called. Oh, you know, I'm going to destroy it. Clydocranial dystocias, which is it's about mm-hmm. the bones are formed, there's a defect. So the bones and teeth, the collarbones. Uh, oh. So that's why I was kind of being nice about it, Stephen. But <laughs> you, you just jump straight in balls deep and go for the actually. But, Stephen, um, the king of tact. <laughs> oh, well, fuck all that. So, and uh, she makes um, yeah. a clicking noise. Yeah, which is another redeeming, endearing feature. <laughs> And it, the, the, there's a couple of bits. I just want to. Exp- she's got a, a peanut allergy, and <laughs> oh, she would have, right? wouldn't she? So at the funeral, she's munching on a chocolate bar and clicking away. And her dad says to her, "Is I got peanuts in?" Like it's just something I want to explain because my son has a peanut allergy. So everywhere he goes, he has to take an epipen because um, mm. if he accidentally eats it, he could die. But they don't seem to carry an EpiPen, although they're always worried about her because... Perhaps they just always keep it in their pocket and don't show it. Well, we'll come to that bit a little bit later about <laughs> when she does eat some peanuts. Okay. So, uh, and what well, hang on. When, when does she eat a peanut? Uh, do you know at the... Uh, oh, we're jump- do you know this thing we spoke about where I'll do the beginning, Stephen? And then we yeah. do. I haven't hit. I haven't hit that bit in the middle where they go to the party. Well, was so just, she was eating a lolly or something at the school. Did. Yeah, I don't think uh, that. And then, and then she randomly pulled a pair of scissors out of her pocket and cut the head off a dead bird. Yes. Well, at least I the didn't bird understand was why. Dead. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It flew into the window. 
And when she was uh, cutting the bear's head off with the scissors, it made a noise like she was cutting through paper, which I thought was a bit odd. I've never cut a pigeon's head off. Well, yeah, how do you know it doesn't make that sound? But you might have done, Steve, as you live in Norfolk and you eat pigeons. Yeah. So I you have yeah, pigeon. Yeah, that, that cleaner used to give us pigeons, do you remember? Oh, yeah. Those <laughs> ones. <laughs> those ones. <laughs> They weren't quite so edible. No, they were, they were cold and ranky. Yeah, no, they were rank. <laughs> I think pheasant is a much better option, personally. Well, done right. Pigeon's actually okay, but that's not what I would call what Kev's talking about. Is definitely not what I'd call done right. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it was cold and horrible. So normally you'd have it. Anyway, we're going off topic. So yeah, only slightly. Slightly. So. A lot's going on in this family. You got you got Alex. You got Peter, the sixteen-year-old who cries a lot, smokes a lot of pot. Yeah. Um, and a bit of a. I think he actually knows something's going on all the time because he's given his sister a lot to look after, but he's kind of withdrawn anyway. Um, the whole way through, like there's some. He's not. None of them are normal. I don't think, but. He certainly seems quite distant um, and stoned all the time. Hmm. Anyway, so we move on to the party, Stephen. Then we talk about the peanuts and... and the party, and, yeah, all right. Yeah, so, so, so basically, he wants to go to a party um, with his friends and wants to buy the car. And his mum's going, yeah, you can buy the car, but you've got to take your sister with you, who's 13. So this is like a, a college party because she doesn't want him drinking. So... There's something here that doesn't sit right with me. Why you would take a 13-year-old to a party with loads of 16, 17-year-olds drinking, for starters. Um, well, if they're only 16, 17, they shouldn't be drinking anyway. That's a no, bad no, influence all round. It's 21 in America, but you know they're going to be smoking pot or or drinking mm. or, or taking acid, whatever. Why don't the mother was too worried as long as his sister was out of the house? Yeah, I, I kind of got that impression. But then they go, she doesn't... Again, no EpiPen. Hmm. No. Okay. So he goes off oh. to do some bongs, doesn't he? He wants to do some bongs with his friends and, and says, you just wait here and have some cake. Have some cake. That's right. Chocolate yeah. cake. Yeah. No mention uh, peanuts. No, but... May, that, may that, contain nut or nut traces, yeah. I'm sure. But there, there was a girl chopping up some stuff before that. Like It looked like nuts. I might be wrong. There's yeah, definitely okay. a scene. She was chopping up stuff and cooking anyway. So she eats this and goes into shock. Mm. Um, what do they call that shock? I should know this because I've seen my boy go into it. It's not very nice. But So she goes into shock. Her throat starts to close. Um, it gets tighter and tighter. And he decides, well, he's got to take her home. So he's stoned out of his head. Um, gets her in the car. They're driving quickly to get to the hospital. Um, she's gasping for air mm-hmm. and this is a bit of a scene here graham because like it it took me a while to watch this for the second time because of this scene so in the middle of the road appears a deer yeah so he kind of you know swerves swerves out the way she's got her head out the window now she just about puts her head out the window because she's gasping for air and bang they uh, is it a lamppost or some kind of post yeah, well, her head hits a lamppost. Yeah, it comes clean off. Oh, yeah. okay. Sounds painful. So she's dead. Mm. So he drives home. The head stays where it is. He drives on home and goes to bed. 
So, so he didn't notice that her head yeah, fell he, off. He knew. He couldn't deal with it, though. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so he, he, he kind of pulls over, and then he, he drives home, leaves the body in the car, in his mum's car, goes to bed, and then the next scene is you hear the mum screaming and crying in the morning when she found the body. In, in this instance, I think the crying is probably justified, but yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't need to listen to that shit. No, but it was the parents. Certainly the mum wasn't... Distraught. She was distraught. She was very distraught. Very distraught. Yeah. And there were many other similar parts. I think the thing about it was, that's the thing with this film I didn't like, is there was nothing to counterbalance the distraughtness. It was just depressing. It's a very depressing... I had to watch something afterwards to cheer myself up. Otherwise, I'd have just killed myself. What did you watch out of curiosity? Dave Gorman. Ah, fair enough. Always works, always works. Yeah. Do your American listeners know Dave Gorman is, or what he does? No, I shouldn't have thought so. Oh, no. I wouldn't have thought so. He's a bit of a comedian. Um, well, I think he's a whole comedian, actually. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, is he? I don't think he's very tall, but he's definitely a whole person. <laughs> <laughs> but is he pure comedy, or is it more sketch showy stuff? Is it? Or... Uh, it's not sketch showy at all. Uh, it's, okay. uh, it's, it's a just very, comic. It's very drawn out, uh, sort of almost OCD kind of explanation for mm. his sort of observations in life. Okay. And and if you relate to the way he thinks, it's very very funny. I can imagine if you maybe don't analyze things in that way, you'd probably go. What tosser wise is funny, but I like it. I really do find him very funny. So that cheered me up after all the howling. Yeah, because it is quite a depressing film. I still think it's very good, but we we'll get to that. So throughout this, Annie um, goes to like a, a meeting. Well, she has been going to meetings for people getting over losses. Hmm. Um, so when her mum had died, initially she had been going to these meetings each week um, and just talking about her feelings and how her mum made her feel and things like that. And I don't think she got on very well with her mum at all. A lot um, of resentment there. Yeah, a lot of resentment. Her mum was a bit odd. Um, so she goes back to these meetings now because obviously her daughter's just died. And there she meets a lady called Joan. And Joan's mm-hmm. kind of turns up in places and, you know, she's doing the shopping and Joan be there. Oh, hello, I fancy seeing you here, that kind of thing. So she starts becoming a, like, part of her life and it's at that point where Joan's going to the meetings because she lost her son and her grandson that was what she said she was there for so Joan actually says that she had had a seance we all know what one one of them is yeah yeah and had spoken to her grandson so suggests that Annie does that as well and that is where you know Annie then does one and, and starts talking to Charlie, her daughter that died. Right. Um, and then it all gets a bit a bit weird. So she gets her, her son involved and, and, and the dad involved and, and, and they all freak out and there's a lot so more So they, they're not into the idea, were they? No, one... no but the, the boy was a bit. He, want, he wanted to do it, but then there was that, the, the worst bit of crying in the whole movie was in that scene. Um, <sighs> yeah. More blubbing. More, more blubbing. So that's where we are with that. And then we move on from there where Annie's going through her mum's kind of 
belongings so there's boxes of her stuff at the house mm. and there's photos and things in there and that's there that she finds some photos of this lady joan who she's been talking to with her mother ah so at the same age yeah so they're, they're all ah. so that it's obviously yeah but she is an old woman so they would yeah they are old so yeah they are old well maybe slightly younger joan i would say but certainly but she's within 20 years of each other i would say yeah she's her own age in the pictures yes you know it's just a little while ago so yeah so what are we saying here that oh she knows annie's mother and joan are kind of like paranormal Ouija like, board enthusiasts. See when I first saw it, <coughs> yeah, I thought they were actually like witches kind of that that was Yeah. We could we get to it in a minute, but look they're they're, they're trying to they're, they're part of like a cult, I would say. Yeah, a bit yeah. Okay. You come to that conclusion by the end. So it's quite but a clever it's quite a uh, this, clever film. This is why you might not have liked it so much. No, it's not clever. It's shit. <laughs> it has no reason to exist. There is no, no... Oh, it's the biggest film of 2018, I think, on the horror scene. Did oh, the I'm cinema not... industry actually shut down and I didn't realise? What are you talking about? How could it possibly I would, be? If I'd been living in Norfolk still, then we, we might have gone to see it together. Yeah, I'd have been thrilled. Well, you, been I'm glad, I'm glad you're thrilled as I was when we watched Resident Evil. So I didn't mind watching Resident Evil. No, I, it was crap. Well, yeah, but it was your idea. <laughs> uh, it wasn't, I don't think. I don't think it that must one have was. Been. No, it must have uh, been. Jackhouse might have been, but that wasn't. So I didn't. I never owned a PlayStation, and I'd never heard of it. Oh uh, well, maybe it was John's. I don't know. Anyway, that sounds about right. Yeah, all right. We'll blame him. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was alright though. He's not here to defend himself anyway. Just get Hodge on here. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, oh, that, that, that one ha- I would tune in for. That will happen the, the day hell freezes over. <laughs> With him in it, probably. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> there's that link there. Okay. Okay. There's a link there. Yeah. So we get to the school. I'm going through my notes at the moment. Um, huh. And we're heading towards... The, what, what, what time are we at? Because normally we drag these on for about an hour and a half. Oh, no, we're doing well. Don't so say we're going to need to drag this out a bit. We're going to drag this out for another 20 minutes to speak bollocks. Yeah, so... Peter is all gone a bit... bit obviously, he's suffering so much with the kind of... Visions, dreams. Yeah, he's getting visions. There's lots of visions in this. Um, and P- there's PTSD. Kind of, yes, good word. But yeah. Th- there's whether there being there's a presence or ghost or something throughout it. But there's like these kind of lights. Like he's walking down a corridor and there's like these little, like the lights you get when you, um, the the light bounces off a mirror or something across the scene and it's like a glare. Ah yes. There's, there's there's kind of that throughout that like moves around and you know there's yeah. some weird weird shit going on throughout this film. Um, but Peter at school starts losing it and there's the bit where he starts slamming his 
face against the table and breaks his nose, which is mm. quite, which is quite gory. Um, and then he sent, then he's sent home. He's losing the. Plot. <laughs> well, he would be, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, I've been sent home for less, really. So he did bust his face up big stuff. If you can imagine smashing your face into a desk as hard as you could. I don't know about sending him home, I'd have probably sent him to a hospital. Yes, they didn't know, did they? they nah, this they is irresponsible. <laughs> find, find out his dad school. just bundled him into a car, and then they, they took him into the house by... One of his parents had his their arms under his shoulders, and the other one had hold of his feet, and they just dragged him and dumped him into bed. Yeah. But he did have... He'd obviously been seen by some kind of first aid. Oh, he had a plaster, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh wow, that's and all right, then. And a little oh, nose uh, pouch. You, you've annihilated <laughs> your face. Have a band-aid. He had, he had like a nose posing pouch. Can I, can I just mention, because normally at the beginning of this, <laughs> I mentioned the budget and things. What was and the budget? 10 million. That's pretty small. What do you reckon it grossed? 11? 80. 80, that's not a bad return, I suppose. Pretty good, isn't it? It encourages me to make a movie, Felia. I just need ten million dollars. Wow! wow. <laughs> I don't know, like Blair Witch wasn't very much money. No, no, so true. So there are, there are, you know, ways of How doing it. How much was that? That was only about that was in the thousands, wasn't it? Like yeah, it was hardly less anything. than a hundred thousand even. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was, it was hardly anything. But that film annoys me now. Right. Yeah, you just couldn't get over the yeah. I can't get over the, the two lads being scared of an old lady. There's yeah, lots of scared movies. of old ladies, aren't they? Well, yeah. They got really, you, you, the thing I remember getting most annoyed about was the fact that Heather got really cross about the map being lost. I was mm. like, why is she losing their shit? Why is she being so rude about this map? <laughs> yeah, it bothered me. Yeah, I know it bothered you, but to me it's like, well... All she, did, all she did was moan, fucking cry. <laughs> there was no tits. What was the point of her being there? Well, I know that, but then that's why this film puzzles me. With you saying, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's really good. There's no tits in it. There's no arse in it. And no one's head fucking blows up. Hey, so was, what's the point? Hey, I was being intellectual. There's not even any fucking chairs in this. But like, There, is, there, are there must chairs. be a chair. They go to a party. There must be the chairs whole, at the party. There's a set full of chairs. There's a miniature <laughs> set full of chairs. <laughs> And even in the very first shot, there's like a doll's house-sized wardrobe. <laughs> That's not you know, a chair. <laughs> yeah, there was tiny chairs. I know chairs. it's not a chair. There but he likes wardrobes. Chairs. He likes any wardrobe. kind of furniture. <laughs> and the higher the furniture is stacked up, the better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I want to get on now to, to a bit more about why everything was going on. We might as well finish this film. You know what was the reasoning? What were yeah. they? Tr- what, what was Joan trying to achieve? What was what was the link between her mum and Joan and mm-hmm. all these things? Um, so they go up in the loft, and there, there was a bit of a bad smell in the house. A couple of days later, they go up in the loft. Um, Annie's mum's in the loft with no head. There's flies everywhere. There's a bad smell. Yeah, and she's dug up the grave. Yes. I was, was going to say, did they not bury her at the time yeah, she died? Yeah, they, they buried her, but it was like kind of earlier in the movie, it was the, the uh, funeral, the undertaker's called to say like it had been 
dug up and they um but no yeah there was no there was no body at the time but obviously whoever dug it up put it in the put it in the attic if you're met for the americans it's attic we call it lofts in the uk i do anyway um so there's a head headless lady up there number two we're going to get to number two who else was headless steve because this is uh, all about this is all about raising a demon, right? And we go. We'll talk about the demon in a minute, okay? Well, who else was headless? I mean, I, I, I would assume the little girl with the peanut allergy exactly. was headless. So yeah. Number two, she was headless. Yeah. And then we get to Annie when she levitates and chases Peter around the house and stuff yeah. like that. She and ends then she's up sawing her own head off. She uses one of those like a wire saw thing, mm. and saws her own head off right uh, Bru- crucial question yeah when she did it did it make the sound of cutting paper no it was a weird sound wasn't it like uh like well it was like it was, i can imagine go through bone it wasn't like paper like the pigeon it was oh. a sound a bit That's like just disappointing then really <laughs> no nah, it was more like if you mashed potato so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i want to know how you're mashing your potatoes Stephen. with a potato masher and it makes that kind of squelchy sound squelchy okay, okay yeah once you so put she... the milk and the butter in that is there's, uh, there's quite a scene where she's doing it she looks uh quite what is that quite not mad as she yeah as she's like sawing her own head off which she does yeah. actually and she she achieves that um it's the only time she wasn't howling. Yeah, she just literally... She was perfectly happy doing that. It's like maniacal expression, but no howling. So Peter uh, is chased into the attic, and there's some naked... There's well, it's like... not the attic, it's the treehouse. Ah, oh, they end up in the treehouse. Yeah. But they were in the attic, though, weren't they? They were in the attic, That's but where he, went... he, yeah. he sort of feels like he's being summoned out to the treehouse. I don't know why he really went there, but... He has this compulsion to go there, and then there's people does, sort of knelt over. Does he jump naked. out the window there? There's no window in the attic. Uh, he jumps out of a window, and he's oh like, yeah, no, he, that's that's a good point. He jumped out of the window of the attic when he and saw yeah, an app, well, there was a lot of naked people. Yeah, he saw something. <laughs> a lot of naked old people threw himself yeah. out of a window, which is understandable. But then when yeah. he came to, he was drawn to go up into the treehouse. But if you watch that scene where he hits the ground, it's like his life force goes from him, like disappears from him. Yeah, um, and then another and one then, comes and in. And then another one comes in. Yeah, and we move yeah. on. And they're tr- basically, this cult are trying to raise a demon called Payman. Yeah. Um, and it's I, I'm, I looked this up, actually, and it's like the ninth kind of spirit to Lucifer. Um, it's a king in the underworld mm-hmm. and his powers are the earth and the water and the winds and so I didn't go too much into it but he, he, he certainly like God's angels he's Lucifer's kind of kings mm-hmm. so they're, they're trying to raise him and, and that's exactly what they kind of achieve um, so he then goes up to the lot to the to the treehouse and within the treehouse there's that is there like a uh like a mod like i don't know like a statue kind of wooden thing isn't there yeah there's a sort of yeah a statue of 
sorts. It's kind of like a shrine, and it has this statuish thing. It's not yeah. the right word, but it'll do. Um, it looked a bit like Jesus, actually, but you know, had a crown. And but the thing is, what? Okay, so this this demon, this king, payment that they're trying to bring yeah. back, right? They were basically using Peter's body as a host for that king to come back, weren't they? That was the idea. Yes. Okay. Now, how does Charlie fit into that? Well, I think she was originally going. Well, she was the king. She was actually a reincarnation yeah, of the the, king, the spirit but... or the demon itself. But she was in the wrong body because she was female, and so this whole saga was about uh, her leaving that body and possessing his. I guess it could have been so much so easier ways to do. Balls. Yeah, it could have been but, easy because Peter clicks, doesn't he? He goes. Yeah, he starts behaving like that. Yeah, because she's or her spirit or whatever has taken over, and she is that demon, and they they all believe she's the reincarnation, but they had to move her to a a male body to because they're basically homophobes so what, what you're saying is this is actually like a commentary on satan's gender identity it's a de- gender identity crisis that this demon <laughs> was having okay but I, I don't i just don't feel like i'm a woman i so- identify i identify as a 14 year old boy <laughs> <laughs> So the only thing I, I I don't know what they were trying to obviously we got payment now in in the uh, real world and I don't know what the next step is with it because kind of the, the film ends so I don't know what they're trying to no. achieve or, or what like, is so it, it doesn't it, actually answer its own question no it, it doesn't uh, at all it's like it's, it's, it's an all interesting totally it's an interesting story you know but there's no real no real answer and if you watch. Midsummer, which is his second film, which is I think is pretty good as well, although it's nearly three hours long. It's kind of the same. There's no real, there's no ending to them. Mm. Um. Mm. So mm. pretty much that was hereditary. Um. I, I, you know, Graham, we've we tried to explain it to you. You're probably better off watching it. No, um, I think you're better off no, no, no. I, this is the thing. I now don't need to watch the film. You've you've given me all the key points. It's yeah, great. That, there's we a lot have made scary a huge, huge sacrifice in order to be able to explain this to you. Then yeah. you, you don't have to watch it. Believe me, it is appreciated. You know, we, you, you, you we saved earned, me a lot of time. We have earned <laughs> the right to a full episode guest appearance on Fuller Conversation. Both yes. of us. Yeah. Well. And we're even we, allowed to pick the topic. Can we talk about Legoland? Or oh, I've something? never been to Legoland. Oh, oh, no, brilliant. None of us have ever been to Legoland. Oh, I have. I go have every you? year. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't done a podcast about it. No, because <laughs> I'll do a horror one. Maybe, maybe what I will. Maybe, maybe all, you... all of this effort, we can just talk about Legoland. Oh, I love Legoland. I'll yeah. tell you what, actually, we, 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 we will be planning... Um, Various uh, elements, including sort of movie uh, discussion and yeah, uh, TV, music, theatre, that kind of thing. So there, there could well be room at some point to bring one or both of you in. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we're up for it. Yeah, it sounds fun. fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. So, S- Stephen. Yeah. How many boners would you give this? One. 
You're taking the piss, mate. <laughs> Get fucked. I didn't like it. I didn't find anything redeeming about it. I didn't I like the characters. Need, I think you need to watch it again. I'm not ever watching it again. <laughs> it's just <laughs> full of howling. The characters are fundamentally unlikable and blub all the time. The story isn't really going anywhere. And there's nothing really what I would call entertaining about it. That's the thing that's missing. You could say, oh, it's quite a clever idea, quite a clever story. Maybe even say some of it was quite well executed. But for, to what end? To entertain me, which is what I look for from a movie, in various ways, it did zero of that. And therefore, just on the grounds that they managed to make it, they get one point. And other than that, I found nothing to take, take away from it that I thought was even vaguely enjoyable. Okay. I, I'm not that happy about that, but like... You've given it a one. What am I going to give it, Steve? Come on. Five. All right, ten. Fuck off. You can't <laughs> give it a ten. This is ravenous bad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I'd give it... An if eight. it had a stack if of I was being honest, I'd be like, oh yeah, ten. But... <laughs> 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 It's, it's, it's no way a 10. You can't, I'm not allowing it. You've got gonna, nowhere to I'm, go. I'm you're you're it, basically I'm, saying nothing no. can be better than if this. If it explained a little bit more, yeah, I'm going to give it an 8, okay, because I like it and I own it. You know, Mug. maybe, but I like it. Maybe it was just a little bit too clever for you, Steve. Maybe it was. I just didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Or perhaps I just didn't want to. <laughs> perhaps I wasn't interested. No, enough. Graham, I as, an, as an idea, Graham, mm. kind of, what would you give it? Well, uh, <laughs> without even watching it. Without even watching it, I mean, kind of the story itself. It, it, it sounds like Horses. it sounds like something that could have some legs. Yeah. However, it does sound like the the execution in this case might not have quite been as clear as it perhaps it might, it might have some legs it's, all, it's quite short on heads buddy and <laughs> lots of legs no heads <laughs> um so yeah i mean i'm, I'm, I'm gonna say pro- it, it based on what you guys said it probably warrants splitting the difference between you so sort of four or five oh. based so, on based on your 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 reflections we've got eight four and one which is a 13, divide by three. So it's about a four and a half-ish. Which is generous. four and a half bonus. Well, it's better than Ravenous. It's got to be better than Ravenous. Come on. Look at I the money it more... and look at the, the Look at the rotten tomatoes. Come on. Yeah, okay. Ravenous, just to... All right, I'll make that comparison. Ravenous was extremely boring and extremely crap. And besides a stack of wardrobe and chairs, it's like (laughs) it didn't really have a lot to keep even you amused. But it didn't annoy me. It didn't depress me. It was just boring. Whereas this was boring and depressing and just had a lot of. Yeah, it's just nothing to. Maybe it's a mood thing, but I was like, why on earth do I want to listen to these people howling? Yeah, well, no, no, I get it. I get it. So, uh, you know, it's not, it's not, not for there, everyone. There's not one piece of humour, one joke, one... It's a very clever... sad... It's a very sad film. It's right. very sombre, very boring, and there's nothing in the way of entertainment really to be had from it. It's, I think it's just a bit unbalanced. It's just too, you know, 
There are some Miserable. jump scares that were all right. A few jump scares, but that doesn't counteract all the misery. You love your jump scares. Yeah, but, you know, a jump scare in a film that... I mean, if you... This is the thing, to me, horror. The only thing about it I quite like is the... You can, you can have a laugh out of the absurdity of it. They're not really scary most of the time, are they? They're just... Maybe there's scenes that are a bit disturbing, but the scenario around it has usually got quite a lot of humour and quite a lot of wacky characters in, and it kind of makes it less hard work and miserable, whereas this was just misery from beginning to end, and I just didn't find that particularly a good idea. I do really you, think we need to watch Midsummer. Do you one. think perhaps this one was taking itself... Maybe too seriously, Stephen. I think maybe. Yeah, I think it, it definitely. Right. There yeah. wasn't a hint of it being in any kind of irony or parody of itself, which is sometimes the case. And I, I certainly give points for that because if if you can see something that's making fun of itself, when you spot that, it's often quite entertaining, quite funny. Yeah. This I, I think I think it's quite a common thing in the horror genre a lot of the time. You know. Yeah, I mean, some some horror films are absolutely ridiculously stupid and yeah. deliberately so. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is not trying to be stupid, I don't think. It's trying to be arty, probably, and like... Very nah. arty, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any sense of irony in this at all. And I just thought the end result is a film that is really boringly depressing. Hmm. Okay. There you go. That's just my feeling. No, no. That's why we do this. All right. That was great. So that was Hereditary, a about a four and a half bonus. Yeah. So let's move on to what did we watch this week? What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? So, Stephen, did you actually watch anything this week? Or? No. No, nothing. Not in the way of film, no. Nothing, no. You <laughs> haven't watched anything on leaving the EU or? Like Paul does, nothing like that. I've watched, you know, documentary type stuff in clips, but what was that on? People Uh, with heads, or mostly with heads. Oh, I watched. um, This is not a very uplifting topic, but I watched uh, the first interview. Well, the first interview I've seen since Jordan Peterson, who's a clinical psychologist, I watch a lot of. Uh, since he had a bit of an unfortunate addiction and recovery from, ah, oh, I forgot what it's called now, but it's a kind oh. of anti-depressant, which <laughs> didn't, in this case, come in the form of cock. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he's had a bit of a rough time. And, you know, I, th- I think you need to change doctor, Stephen. If that... <laughs> I, I wasn't going to the doctor. <laughs> Or what, you you mean, I need <laughs> You think I need to change doctor because my psychologist was having cough therapy? <laughs> I thought I thought he was suggesting you had cock therapy. No, I was talking about somebody recovering from antidepressants, and somehow he got onto cock as usual. Okay. You, you could be talking about what you had for breakfast. I guarantee you it would be cock. Uh, Paul normally throws all that in. I thought I'd better throw some cock in. <laughs> the spirit of the club well, lives he on. Only he only throws it in because you're famous for it. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Kev's opening line to any conversation. Is, oh, what, what did you have for breakfast today? Cock? 
<laughs> anyway. Yes. Sounds there was no really cog. interesting, Steve. <laughs> well. It is an, yeah. unusual, an unusual characteristic. What was that on? Is that on the YouTube? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do like YouTube. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually falling out with YouTube. Well, not so much YouTube, but the creators who are overdoing the adverts on their videos at the moment. It's getting really annoying. Yeah. It's about every couple of minutes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's getting a bit ridiculous. I mean, I, I get it. You know, you want to monetize as much as possible, but come on. Just pissing me off now. <laughs> I do very sneaky things now because they have a video at the front sometimes that you can't skip. And then a video follows that that you can skip. Mm. Before the thing even starts. Yeah. Usually the ones you can't skip are fairly short, though, which is a saving grace. Although I have seen some that are about 15 to 20 seconds long, which... Yeah, yeah. I know. But you know the ones they're going to be. They're always for something really shit like Apple, Apple products or something. They're the ones you can't skip. Well, it depends because obviously YouTube does use tracking cookies, and uh, you know, because because you know, a good example actually. I I use Slack at work to communicate with the rest of the team, and because I visited the website, downloaded the app, now every five minutes I get an advert for Slack on YouTube. What? Sounds a bit weird. Oh, I'm like that with presets and that for Cubase. I, I get loads of bloody. Yeah, I, I get quite plugins. a few. Um, yeah. Quite a few sort of guitar and uh, plug-in audio things. plugin related. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, wow. so they know they know what you're doing, don't they? they do yeah. Big brother is watching. Time. Tracked all the time. Is Which that is why, why all my videos, my all my adverts feature cock therapy. Yeah. That must yeah. be. A, there must be a sign. Uh, that's why whenever I go around someone's house and I know they have an Alexa, I just keep keep whispering dildos at it. <laughs> yeah, and then next thing you know, it's on YouTube. Tell exactly. Your butt, your butt plug fetish. Graham, did you watch anything interesting this week, Graham? Um, uh, the Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. No. No, we didn't watch Little Mermaid this week. That was Josie's birthday treat, watching Little Mermaid. It's a nice oh, film. But we, we, in fairness, we we did sit down uh, the other night to watch a film, and we ended up with, with Tangled, believe it or not. Nice. I've well, seen it, that. It is. And, and I'll tell you what, I know, I know it's a Disney CGI animation, non-Pixar film. You know, a lot of people will give the Pixar films sort of a bit more love i think than the general disney ones but i i do think that the the combination of the the animation and the fact that the the film just doesn't really take itself too seriously does the, make it incredibly the, enjoyable the rabbits playing banjos were particularly convincing <laughs> it's been You're a while since i've seen that, it anyway. <laughs> sorry that's a, nice film. that's a nice film no, he no. is brilliant. I, I think the horse is absolutely fantastic. He makes that yeah. film. Yeah. I watched it with the kids a few times. Yeah. Not recently, because I make them watch horror movies now. Um... <laughs> Notice the phrase, make them. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> wow, Alex actually loves watching them. But saying this, last night I said to Ollie, come and watch Hereditary with me. He's 
nearly 14. There's a 15. But he wouldn't, he wouldn't come down. I no. don't blame he, wouldn't, he wouldn't come down and watch it. Alex would have done, but I thought the head scene was a bit too disturbing for my 12-year-old. Oh, come on. He'd have fallen asleep by then. <laughs> uh, so this week I watched... I've hardly watched anything, actually. Um, I watched a new movie called 1BR, which is an, an American film. Now, 1BR is, stands for <clears throat> One Bedroom. Uh, okay. Okay, so it's based... Um, I, I might just give the whole bloody thing away, actually. Um <laughs> It's based on right move. Yeah, kind of, kind of. So it's a podcast I listened to. They recommended it, and they actually interviewed like the producer and one of the main actors. And and, and there was a, there was an actor from uh, American Horror Story in it and things. So one br about this this girl. She goes to she moves to New York. She wants a place to live. There's like a not not like a gated apartment, but there's like these these apartments where they have a swimming pool there and everyone fucking knows everyone and they all they all live there. Um so there's like you know, thirty different people all in different apartments, but at night they all meet by the pool and have barbecues, all this bollocks. So anyway, she she moves in there and she's working I think she wants to be an actress or something like that, but she she ends up like working as a temp, like on the phones and things. Mm. Um, there's how should I say it? There's a scene. There are some strange people there, but she ends up kind of being locked in a room with them, um, with with a couple of people. One one of them who seems a nice this young man who's who's being nice to her throughout all this. Oh, but, he's going to be trouble. Yeah, he, he, he is trouble. So Nobody in America is nice to you without a reason. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. So it seems that way. I think they inject her in the neck or something and put her to sleep. And she ends up, she's in her own apartment she was in, but it's stripped bare. And anyway, they, they put her into this kind of position where she has to lean against a wall. Um, she's forced to do it or they're going to, they're saying they're going to kill her these people and it's right. like a cult like a cult so she's put into this real position it's very difficult to, to stand in so arms against the wall spread out and she has to stay like that for a certain amount of time and then she's doing it and she's doing quite well at it. and then one day she kind of she's in there for a while she collapses so out comes the uh doctor's bag <laughs> what? so they nail her hands to the wall nice so basically what they're trying to do, they're, they're trying to make all these people, and they all like it, who live at this place to be kind of uh, manipulated and, 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 and to abide, abide by all the rules, um, by this kind of torture. And they all end up living there and they're all on the same wavelength and, uh, and then they get new people in and replace the old people. So it's a very kind of quite brutal film, very sad film. It was very well acted and... Um, I've given away, any of you listening to it, don't even bother watching it now, because I've given away, because it took a big left turn with the old hands-on-the-wall routine. So it, it was it was a great film, and it ends up, like, the whole street is under these people's control um, that she had moved into, not just that flat. I mean, it, it goes on and on. So that, that was, you know, that was beyond my top ten for the year, that one. Mm. And the other one I watched... 
was uh, on YouTube. So I thought, you know, Ari Aster, the man who directed Hereditary, had made a film called Munchausen. Um, so I thought, it's on YouTube, it's 16 minutes long, I'll watch that. Um, and it was a film, there was no talking at all through this film. It's very much filmed like Hereditary. Um, you can see you know, the link between them. Um, and it's just music, like uh, like piano music, like not opera, but like you know that kind of piano musical stuff played throughout it. And it's about a lad who goes off to college. His mum's a little bit what's the word possessive, you could call it. Um, so he goes off to college, and you see the story playing out that he goes to college she she's hating it he goes to college he meets a girl he has gets married blah 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 now then then it flashes back again and it's all a bit of a dream and he's just going to college so his mum decides right you know she's foreseen everything that's going to happen to him and she doesn't want that for him so basically she uh kind of makes him sick with some poisonous stuff um and so he gets quite ill, and in the end, he actually dies. And that is the film. That's Ari Aster. Um, but the whole film is not. There's no. It's all acted and things, but there's no audio at all, other than this musical theme playing throughout. It sad music, kind of. Right. Well, that's sounds... definitely going on my list. Well, I don't. I don't know. You can see the links between them, and why I think is is. It's quite <coughs> clever the way it's filmed and the colours and you know oh. that's what I liked about Hereditary. I thought it was I think it was filmed well. Do you not mm. think that, Steve? At all? If the story you didn't like, I think the way it was filmed. Well, was... you know, it's one of those ones where it's competently filmed, but nothing that really stood out as particularly nicely done to me. It was competent. Yeah, and that's that's always the problem with these films is with horror films when they're if there's things they do that are really like comically bad like the the special effects or the dialogue or even the acting is just mind-blowingly terrible it redeems them quite a lot because at least it's funny. That's how but, I feel about Slumber Party Massacre and films like yeah, that. Yeah, but you know. if if a film is just not your cup of tea and it's just done adequately nothing exceptional nothing yeah then I, I don't think that really it's almost like that detracts from it slightly because at least if it was terribly filmed it would be comical <laughs> whereas as it was it was just yeah 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 now i get it yeah, i'll, t- I'll th- tell you one oh, one oh, other go. thing i have uh, watched recently um and you you may have seen it is uh, reunited apart on youtube Oh, I've seen that. What it is, it's um, Josh Gad, who um, he's been in quite a few Disney Disney films, either voice or as an actor. But what he's done is during during lockdown, he's um, he's arranged uh, Zoom calls with um, the cast of classic films i say classic that might be a stretch uh because one of them was lord of the rings i, I like lord of the rings uh, well, uh, maybe so but i don't know if it's quite old enough to really be termed a classic yet no you know no. but uh he's 
he's only done five episodes, I think, and, and he has declared that the last one was the last. But he's done um, The Goonies, Ghostbusters, yep. Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings, and um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Actually sounds interesting, that. It, it, it really yeah. is. And, you know, if nothing else, it's actually really quite good to see, um, obviously, surviving cast and crew from these films in in their their sort of like their their normal life environment you see cory Feldman? yes yeah oh dear yeah he's there <laughs> <laughs> what about christopher uh is it christopher lloyd i'm getting confused yeah now. yeah christopher lloyd and back yeah. he, he's there yeah yeah. Um, they, Michael J. Fox did it, and and to be fair, he's actually looking quite healthy considering. Yep. Um, mm. you know they. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you're aware of the jokes, but they they had um, Elizabeth Shue join in the Back to the Future one. Who's she? Uh, she played Jennifer in the second and third films. Yeah, she won the original. No. Yeah. Um, and the, the girl, I can't remember her name, who played Jennifer in the original, had uh, she had a sort of cameo clip at the end of the episode. Oh, nice. Uh, based on the idea that she was late to the Zoom call. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> yeah, to no, I'm have to watch that. Yeah, yeah I, I would highly recommend it. You know, if you've got a bit of interest in films, it is worth a watch. It's, yeah. it, it, it's a really cheesy introduction but once it settles down and they start talking generally, it, it is a fascinating watch. The long winter evenings must just fly by. Well, that sounds to me, like they're all classic movies, you know, a bit like the Burb Steve, you know what I mean, when I spoke about that. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Which is a classic movie again. Corey well, Feldman, Tom Hanks. What yeah, more do you that- want in a movie? The Burbs is, is the Burbs is I have a bit of a mixed feeling on that one to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I remember I remember we we rented it out on VHS yeah. when it was still fairly new. And I don't think we actually managed to watch it to the end oh. before Stephen gave up. Yeah. I do um, remember. Um I I have since watched it and it's it's all right but I wouldn't go particularly crazy for it. On on that one, it's, it's of of the Tom Hanks comedies. I mean, to, uh, at that time, Tom Hanks was spewing out comedy films like there was no tomorrow. Yes, yeah. Um, and of all those films, I'd say it was probably among my least favourite. By no means my least favourite films of all time, but it, it it would it would rank quite low on the list of Tom Hanks you films need to of just that put era. The Money Pit in there. The Money Pit. Yeah, money pit. The Money great. Pit is awesome. It's yeah. funnier than any other Tom Hanks film. Well, maybe I'll do that one next week. We can talk about the money pit next week. Yeah, it's not really a horror film, though. No, no, but I, I like to slip in other films. You know, oh, okay. Strict, <laughs> it's not strictly this. This is the bit where really it should be called "What did Kev watch this week?" Right. Um, <laughs> but no one watches as much as I do. I don't seem to. But uh, that was that was it, really. I'm still reading Jeff Strand's uh, classic "Clowns versus Spiders," which I'm really enjoying. It's getting madder and madder, Steve. I'll tell you all about it next cross week. Cross between it and arachnophobia. It is. It's a load of clowns who are nice clowns and a load of mutant spiders, and it's brilliant. So <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Oh, there, now, there's a film I watched a long time ago, Eight-Legged Freaks. Oh, 
Just have you seen to... that? Yeah. It's fucking yes. awful. <laughs> have you ever watched Big Ass Spider? No, I haven't. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to get on to now what we're going to watch next week. Now, Steve, Paul sent me a text. Whether he comes next week, he might be out with his mates again. Um, yeah. So, he said... Hang on, two secs. He was talkative this time. <laughs> he was going Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and then he's put, shit, don't know if that's free, actually. How about Sinister on Netflix? So that, that's... He's just going to look on Netflix and pick that at random. It's probably complete horseshit. It's a good film, actually. It's uh, a movie about some found kind of... Is it... What's the... Uh, cameras that are on tape like is it 16 mil or i can't remember what it's called eight Ten, millimeter eight millimeter yeah it's a bit like that so there's some found footage this guy finds in his attic um i think it's by the same producers or directors yeah. as insidious it's a lot it's along those lines steven right. <laughs> are you watching bloody car things again what was no. that what I was, was that? To, I was trying to look at Sinister and I hit the wrong bit of the link. Because sometimes when we're recording podcasts, Stephen actually <laughs> watches some out. Um, Jeremy that doesn't Clark surprise me. Uh, yeah. uh, he, he has a short attention span, does Stephen? So he oh, wants yeah. <laughs> he wants us to go down the Sinister route. Are, are you happy with that? Yeah, why not? Yeah, so we're going to watch. Sinister, which will be episode 11. Which is... I nearly watched it just now. That's what happened. I pressed play rather than... <laughs> It's actually all right. He's keen. Uh, don't, don't watch the second one, though. It's awful. Fair so, enough. thank you very much. That was episode 10, Hereditary. And we'll be back next week with episode 11, Sinister. So, many thanks to Graham for helping us out on here. No problem. Uh, obviously... You weren't as aggressive as Paul, or, or swearing a lot. Uh, no, or... I, I, I'm a nice person. Yeah, you, it's, <laughs> it's, it's quite nice this week to have like nice people on. You know, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're uh, we'll see you next week then. Thanks for listening. Later, dudes. Bye.